Warning. Dangerous music. Listener discretion is advised. On 540 AM, 99.9 Cube FM, WOSR Columbus. This is Jim Brown in on The Conjuring, conjuring up three hours of heavy metal music. If you have any requests, give me a call at 
Have your song request been answered by... <gasps> we can't play that. Or just silence? Because they had no idea what you were talking about? What song? What are you, weird? Then switch to WOSR, 5.40 a.m. in the dorms and 99.9 FM cable, the leading edge in progressive music. Whether you're into heavy metal, instrumental, alternative, or just plain weird. Listen and respond to our dedicated listeners, please, for the music no one else dares to play. Call the WOSR request line at 292-9656 and talk to the station that listens. WOSR Death Squad takes aim at you. Every week, the Death Squad provides hellish heavy metal for the Columbus area. On Mondays, get caught in the mosh with WOSR's resident psychopath, Kevin Monovan, from 9 to midnight. On Wednesdays, 9 to midnight, catch the evil wizard, Jim Brown, as he brings you The Conjuring. And on Sundays, from noon to 3, join mass murderers, Randy Mattia, and Todd Baker as they bring you Look What the Cat Dragged In. That's the WOSR Death Squad, providing a full nine hours of heavy metal hell every week. Will you be the next victim? This tune right here does not crank, man.
Sammy from Motorhead. You're listening to WOSR 99.9 Cube FM 540 AM. The Razor's Edge in metal music. Oh, by the way, Motorhead rules. You ready for some rock and roll? Yes! 
You know, whether or not it's spring, summer, fall, or winter, the Capital Area Humane Society right. is asking concerned residents to watch for signs of illegal dogfighting in your neighborhood. Now, in Ohio, dogfighting is a felony. That if means prison. Have, right. If you have any information on this illegal activity, call the Humane Society 24 hours a day. They don't care what they can call them right now if you want. At 497-2181. You can make a difference. Help save a dog's life. Behold, the flames rise. From the compass cardinal points, burn the sacred oil, and with the ashes you'll anoint. Wednesdays from 9 p.m. till midnight, attend The Conjuring with your host, the evil wizard Jim Brown. Listen as he conjures up three hours of evil heavy metal music. That's Wednesday from 9 p.m. until midnight on WOSR, The Razor's Edge Metal Music.
the bathroom. Huh? Oh, right, right next to the uh, uh, radio there, completely modulated with dual left and right stereo speakers and two compatible frequencies. You're right, Abby. Over here, let me try it. 99.9 Cube FM, 540 AM. WOSR, the leading edge in progressive audio. on the door, but nobody came, man, so uh, I let myself in, man. Hey, what's happening around here? What's going on, man? Hey, Pedro. Hey, man, come on in. I'm already here, man. Hey, take off those earphones, man. Huh? Say, take off those earphones. I want to talk to you. I can't hear you, man. I got earphones on. I know you got earphones on, man. Take them off. Uh, hey, what's happening, Pedro? Oh, not too much. I was just going to drop by, man. Hey, what's going on around here, man? Where all these kids come from, man? Uh, they belong to my sister, man. All of them, man? Yeah. I got a babysit for her. Jeez, man. Well, where's your sister, man? Oh, she's in the hospital having a baby. Oh. Hey, man, well, can't you do something to quiet these kids down? They're driving me crazy, man. Hey, be quiet, you. Golly. Bunch of mocosos, man. Why don't you guys go play on the freeway or something? Hey, droopy drawers, blow your nose, man. You're tripping all over the floor. Hey, quiet! Hey, quiet! Hey, listen. All right, we're going to play a game now. Everybody want to play a game? Okay, then shut up. Look, now we're going to play a game because you can hold your breath the longest. Okay. Ready? Go! That's good. Everybody hold it. That's okay. Take another breath. You're still in it. That's good. Come on, hey, you're not cheating over there. Come on, hold your breath. That's good. Okay, another five minutes. Um, okay, you defeat your pants. You're out. Okay, everybody, keep going. Hey, come on, no cheating. Put your hands over your mouth or something. That's good. Yeah, let's keep going. Come on, keep going. Come on, ten more minutes. Yeah, you can do it. Come on. Okay. Okay, you won. You, you with a blue face. You won. Okay. Hey, you can stop holding your breath now. Come on, the contest is over. Hey. Hey, come on. Quit holding your breath. You're going to die. Hey, come on, kid. Knock it off. Hey, man, this kid won't quit holding his breath. Hey, man. Hey, man, take off those earphones, man. What's the matter, man? Hey, man, this kid's still holding his breath, man. He's gonna die. Oh, oh it's okay, man. I'll fix him. Hey, that was a nice bang shot, man. Okay, okay. Come on, everybody. Shut up again. We're gonna have another contest. This time we're gonna play, um, um, hide and go seek. No, we can't play hide and go seek. We only got one room. There ain't no place to hide. Tell you a story. Oh, okay. I'll tell you a real scary story, okay? All right, everybody sit down. Come on. Yeah, that's it. Now hold hands. Hold each other's hands. Okay, Jupiter, go turn out the light. 
Okay, now, you guys, this is going to be a real scary story. So if anybody got a heart condition, they better cover their ears. All right, now, everybody be quiet and no crying. Because it's a real scary story that my grandfather told me right before he died. Once upon a time, there was three little pigs. And no, no, wait a minute. Now, this is about three other little pigs. This is about three real bad little pigs who used to mess up the house all the time. And they'd leave all their clothes laying all over and their, their toys on the stairs. And they used to run around the house all day and yell and scream and never shut up and, or blow their nose or nothing. And the worst thing, they used to never lift up the toilet seat. And this made their mother real mad. So one day, the mother says to the father, I'm sick up and fed with these three little pigs. All they do all day is run around the house and make noise, and they never clean up their room or blow their nose. And the worst thing, I'm getting sticky buns. And the father said, yeah, I know. And I'm sick up and fed with those three little pigs too. So I got an idea. Tomorrow, when the three little pigs go to school, let's move. So early the next morning, the father got up and went down and rented a U-Haul trailer. And then he came back and stopped by the supermarket and picked up a whole bunch of cardboard boxes and brought them all home. And they packed everything in the whole house, except for the ring around the bathtub. And then they moved right across the street to her mother's house. Because they knew the three little pigs would never find them there because they weren't allowed to cross the street by themselves. So that afternoon... When the three little pigs came home from school, they went into the house to turn on the TV to watch cartoons. And the first thing they noticed was there was no cartoons and no TV to watch them on. And they looked around the house and they said, Hey, I think somebody moved. And the second little pig said, Yeah, I think it was our parents. And the third little pig said, Well, where are we going to watch cartoons? Then, all of a sudden, there came a big knock on the door. Boom, boom, boom. So the three little pigs ran over to the window to see who it was. And they saw that it was the landlord. So the first little pig, remembering what his father told him to say when the landlord came around, yelled out, There's nobody home! And the landlord didn't believe that. So he knocked on the door again. Boom, boom, boom. So the second little pig said, The check's in the mail! And the landlord still didn't believe that either. And he knocked on the door again. Boom, boom, boom. And then the third little pig said, Hey, landlord, can we come over to your house and watch cartoons? And that made the landlord really mad because he hated cartoons, especially the Flintstones. So the landlord banged on the door again and said, Hey, you pigs, you let me in. And the first little pig said, Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. And the landlord went nuts and he kicked the door in and he walked in and he said, okay, which one of you is the poet? And the first little pig said, oh, you like that? I got a million of them. And the landlord said, I'll show you how much I like that. And he grabbed the little pig and he ate them all up. And then he grabbed the second little pig and ate him all up too. And the third little pig said, gee, he must be mad. I never saw him do that before. I better think of something while I stall for time. And he asked the landlord, Hey, landlord, uh, do you want a bromo sauce or something? And the landlord just let out a big burp and kept coming towards the third little pig. So the third little pig said, 
Gee, this calls for desperate action. So he reached down and he took off his chew and he held it up to the landlord's face. And the landlord took one whiff and his eyes bugged out like a Volkswagen and they started watering and he fell down on his knees and started choking. And then the little pig did something he never did before in his life. He took off his sock and he stuck it in the landlord's mouth. And the landlord started gagging and choking and crying and speeding up. And he fell over and he kicked his legs three times in the air and fell over dead. And so the moral of the story is, always walk softly but carry a big stink. How do you like that one? Pretty good story, huh? Hey, what are you kids doing? Hey, you put your shoes back on. Come on, you little motherfucker, put your shoes back on. Don't take off your socks. Come on, hey, 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 help, help, come on, you little, get away from me, you help, Next week, the Mr. Dope America contest. Yes, it's the first annual Mr. Dope America contest. Where dopers from all over America and parts of Alabama have gathered to compete for the coveted title of Mr. Dope America. The tension mounts as the final moment draws near. Who will be Mr. Dope America? Who will wear the leaves of grass symbolic crown of royal dopehood? Some lucky contestant will walk or be carried from the room bearing the title of Mr. Dope America. And to qualify for the Mr. Dope America contest, you must have been turned on no earlier than 1965. Jazz musicians, beatniks, and pre-med students are not allowed to compete. Contestants must have served at least six months in jail on a drug-related charge or have been drafted during the Vietnam War or be the son or daughter of a Nixon Republican. And the winner of the Mr. Dope America contest will hold the title for one year. Unless he, she, or it becomes a Jehovah Witness practicing Catholic or a member of any other fanatic religious cult. At which time the title will then go to the next runner-up. Along with the title, Mr. Dope America will also receive the following gifts. From Crush of California, a beer can hash pipe complete with a string to hang around your neck. One blanket donated by the Goodwill store. A $5 gift certificate from Blowtown Bail Bonds. A brand new roll of handy white toilet tissue. Complete instructions on how to dial information. A hand-carved combination ear pick and coke spoon. An antique baggie from the Saran Collection. A free clinic urine sample bottle. A poster. A used loincloth. A seven-foot piece of twine. A string of beads. A box of matches. A barf bag. Free space and time. A collection of red handkerchief headbands. A tab-top pinky ring. One rolled-up newspaper. Two calling birds. Three French hands. And a Partridge Family Greatest Hits album. And many, many other fantastic hits. This is Ricardo Montalban. Is marijuana a safe drug? It appears now that people who believe that are indulging in a dangerous fantasy. Marijuana smoke is even more damaging to the lungs than tobacco smoke. Marijuana slows down your reaction time, making it dangerous to drive or perform other tasks that demand a clear head and good coordination. So please, don't take marijuana or any drug lightly. This message is from the Will Rogers Institute, White Plains, New York. Thank you. Oh, hello there. I'm Newton Ames, talking to you on behalf of the Monolithic Oil Corporation about today's energy situation. You know... If we all just sacrifice a little, we can pull together to beat the current problems of not enough energy. And Monolithic is doing its part by killing most of the birds that nest around our beautiful oil refineries. Birds eat up a lot of food, 
And as everyone knows, food takes energy to grow and prepare. So the fewer birds there are, the less energy will be wasted. Now, how can you help? Well, if there are any old folks around the house, just set them outside at night. This looks like a long, hard winter, and the fewer people there are, the less energy demand there'll be. Leaving the old folks outside is nothing new. The Eskimos do it all the time. And they know a thing or two about surviving in cold weather without much heat. <laughs> you betcha. Uh, uh, when you drive, don't take your foot off the gas for stop signs, red lights, little children, or anything. A smooth, steady driving technique is the most economical. The cost in human lives, suffering, and property damage will be more than offset by the savings in gasoline. Now, I hope these tips have helped you become more aware that the blame for today's energy situation is on your shoulders and your conscience and not ours. Monolithic Oil Corporation, we want you to pay. The staff here at WSR wish to remind you the opinions expressed on WSR are not necessarily those of the Ohio State University, and the commercials do not represent an endorsement by the Ohio State University.